Hey everybody, welcome to Bearded Baker Banter. It's the sports podcast where we talk about sports. Welcome Trent, welcome Trey. What's up, what's up? Hello, hello. Got a... Look it up. What's that? So look at us using the double words back to back like that, huh? What's <laughs> up, what's up, hello, hello. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right, so we're going to get into it uh, pretty quickly here right off the bat with uh, a lot of headlines here in the college football world. Uh, so we're going to start with college football this week, uh, obviously with the controversial NCAA college football playoff. Yes. Playoffs. <laughs> <clears throat> but uh trey do you want to get us going here with some of your takes some of your thoughts yeah you agree um, you disagree with the committee oh man it's i disagree but agree if that makes sense and i'll elaborate but like you said this college this past weekend was awesome i would say this is probably the the most excited i've been for like a conference championship weekend just because i wanted to see how this playoff kind of panned out and who they made decisions about and stuff like that and Honestly, Florida State made it tough on the committee. They made it make a tough decision. And if I was a Florida State fan or from the state of Florida and I followed this football team, I would be very, very upset. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I think they have a, a leg to stand on with that. I mean, you're a Power 5 team that went undefeated and you won your conference championship. Like, what else do you need to do? You beat, right. you beat your 2-0 against SEC schools. You beat a good LSU team that has probably the Heisman winner on their team. So... I mean, I can I can see why they're upset, but I agree with the decision that the playoff committee made because now we have two entertaining playoff games, not a cakewalk, like two games that are I think going to come down to it. And I mean, I, I'm I'm happy to see the, the the decision they made, but I understand the anger from Florida State fans, the Georgia the Georgia fans. I don't I don't get why they're so upset and why they think they got snubbed because. You had a cakewalk schedule, yeah, and you lost to an eight seed. All you had to do was win, and you're in, and you had a chance at a three peat. Now, I don't, I don't agree with the Georgia fans and that whole aspect, but absolutely, Florida State. I can see why they're upset, but ultimately, I think it was the right decision. Yeah, Trey, you actually, you actually called the exact playoff and order last week, as stated. Yeah, in in last episode. Yeah. So well, you're right. It it is. Uh, put me on the committee. It, it's just <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's it is it is heartbreaking, um, because I mean, and the reason I say this, guys, is as, as a ACC representative, as you guys know, um, <laughs> mainly when basketball season hits. But it is it's it's marking the the end of that conference, in my complete opinion. Like, why? Why would anybody stay? You can run the table, play a pretty good early first game of the year in technically correct me if I'm wrong, guys. Wasn't that a game in New Orleans too? I'm pretty sure. Or was yeah. it or was it in Florida? I think it was in New Orleans this year. And uh, and they pounded LSU. <clears throat> yeah. So it's like you played you did you played a, an incredible you know, first game of the season, you know, put it all out there early on, and you've got nothing to show for it. Right. What's the point? What is the point now? Yeah. You know, and that, that's that's where I'm left of saying, you know, I think if you're an ACC team, obviously you got to, you know, it, the, the playoff committee is forcing the hand. Join the Big 12. Join the Big 10. 
or join the SEC. I take it. I take it one step further, Trent. I would push to just eliminate conferences. Yeah, but there's too much money. Like these conferences, you're going to have to do something with the heads of these conferences because they're not going to give up that money. You know, I, I, you know, and I hate to, you know, you bring up money, but in in the end, the amount of money that ESPN saved by having Alabama in over. Yep, Florida State was upwards of three hundred million dollars. Yeah, so I can they, see that. They prevented ESPN losing that amount. I'm sorry, because ESPN and SEC have that sponsorship together, that agreement together. So I, I hate it. I hate it because it, it takes me back to like when we were kids, and what determined the national championship game was like computer models, and so it, it just. Yeah. It, it just drives me nuts. So I, Ooh. and this is once again, this is why I, I, it goes back to probably why I don't have a favorite team is because imagine being a Florida State fan. Yeah. <laughs> like, like that is, that is just a complete gut punch. So yeah, I can, I can kind of, I can kind of relate to the Florida State fans. Now, I know it's not necessarily the exact same, but in 2016, I was still a student there. Penn State got snubbed. This, Kind of similarly, they weren't undefeated. Necessarily, I know they had they had a bad loss to Pittsburgh that year, but two losses. Absolutely, two losses yeah. Well, one was to Ohio State, the team that got in over us that we beat. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. But I, Trent, you're exactly right. If I was a Florida State fan, I would be livid. So, yeah. so my my word that describes the entire situation is frustrated. Um, I think <clears throat> Mike Norvell had a great you know, kind of little spiel about, you know, what his thoughts were on the whole thing. And I'm, I'm going to read just a couple quotes here from, from him. But he said, a small group of people decided that they knew better than the results of the games. Period. What's the point of playing games? Do you tell players it's okay to quit if someone goes down? Do you not play a senior on senior day for fear of an injury? Where is the motivation to challenge to schedule challenging non-conference games? We are not only an undefeated Power 5 Conference champion, but we also played two Power 5 non-conference games away from home and won both of them. I don't understand how we're supposed to think that this is an acceptable way to evaluate a team. And I go back to what I said first, all right, in his quote, a small group of people decided that they know what's better than the game itself. So what the hell is the point of playing? And it's bullshit. It's bullshit. That's a... It's very well said by him, and it kind of gets the point across. But, Tyler. I don't care. You, you can go back you... to TCU. You can go back to any matchup because guess what? Is What you're seeing here with Florida State is you're seeing a team that's defense is carrying them. They almost gave that game up to Louisville inside the 10 <laughs> until they got an interception in the end zone. Okay, Their defense is carrying that team. And, to say, and, and, let's, and don't get me wrong, Louisville's a top 10 team. All right, you held Louisville to what six points, and to sit there and snub Florida State because you don't think that they're good enough without their their starting quarterback is crap. I go back to Cardell Jones. All right, with Ohio State. All right, when he was the third string quarterback, won a national championship. All right, and I'm not saying that the quarterback there at Florida State is Cardell Jones. I'm not saying that. All right, but what I'm saying is that they deserve a chance. They deserve an opportunity because. What was the point of, of Florida State playing any single football game all year? What was the point? Uh, 
I, I don't know. It's just, I, I, you, you brought up TCU and I, what that wasn't the point I was going to make, but it is a valid point, Tyler, to watch a team and a play and you're supposed to be a top four team to watch them lose 55 to three, where it's not even entertaining like that. But they they won a week prior. Like you got to win two games. You have to win two games. And and I don't agree that Louisville is a top 10 team at all with that. But they were. At the time. No, they weren't. I think they were at 12 or 13. And either way that I don't think they're, I don't even think 16. Okay. Well, even that, I think that's giving them a lot of benefit too, but watching Brock Glenn play Tyler, that was like, I would, I would have rather watched paint dry. He couldn't throw a ball more than 10 years. He couldn't throw past the first down marker. I'm not disagreeing, and, dude. I'm not saying, like, I'm not. But then again, okay, you want to talk about where teams are ranked, but Oklahoma State was 22. So you're going to put a one-win Texas or one-loss Texas team in there because they beat Oklahoma State, who was 22? Well, they, also, they also beat Alabama and Alabama, which is like, probably the best, I'm, best I'm not win of college football. I, I don't think you can snub an undefeated Power 5 conference team like they did. I think it was wrong. And what I think should have happened is I don't think that Alabama should have got in. I think that it should have been, if anything, you're going to make any difference in any challenging thing, it should have been then Texas 3 and Florida State 4. Because so, you're also uh, you're also uh, playing with fire here with the Harbaugh situation because now you put a Michigan team against an Alabama team? Kid me? You know exactly what this is. And Trent pointed it out. It's money. All right, because what's going to happen here is now they want to see Alabama – and they want to see Texas rematch to let, try to let Alabama redeem themselves. That's exactly what they want. Wow, no faith no faith in your Penix guy, huh? I have complete faith, but I'm saying there's a lot of money involved. Well, yeah, and there absolutely is, Tyler. But when it comes down to it, what what is the four-team playoff? What do you think? It's supposed to be the four best teams, right? How can you right? say an undefeated team isn't the best team, though? Look at them. What Did you watch their last two weeks, their last three weeks, Tyler? I watched them win games. 15-6 to six against a bad, a not good Louisville team. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what. Be careful. Careful, Trey, because Alabama needed a miracle to beat a awful Auburn team. In so the, in, the, in the Iron Bowl, yeah. So, no, no, no. In, Florida, no. In, the, in the Iron Bowl no. at Auburn. No, you don't know. Wow. Um, I, I I, a, I hail, just a hail mary prayer, <clears throat> and if that doesn't 31. happen, total total different story we're saying right now. Absolutely, and you know what? That's just how the cookie crumbles. It is. <laughs> You're just full of them. Watching paint dry, cookie crumbles. Yeah. What do we right. got next? Uh, all I'm saying is, is I understand the frustration from Florida State, their coach, their team, their players, their fans, but ultimately, they are not one of the four best teams. It was a 16-6 to conference championship that was probably the most boring game I've ever watched this year. I don't know. That Michigan-Iowa one was pretty bad. Well, we'll get, we'll get there. That's that's a whole different story. But um, I don't know. I just I think it's going to be more entertaining. Uh, where it's, if there is a blowout, that's going to be a surprise to everyone. It's not going to be expected like a team if they played Florida State. So I don't know. I just – I can see it both ways, but ultimately, I think it was the right decision. Michigan, Michigan destroys Alabama. I don't know. Hundred percent, the same. It's just—it's tough to be confident when you got a Nick Saban coach team. I, I'm just saying. I, I think. I think this is this is Michigan's year. But anyway, I don't. I know we 
want to kind of save picks and stuff for for a future episode next week. But I, I I look at it and say I think I I mean I'm done betting against Washington ever or picking against Washington ever. But uh, I mean, how can you not when you look at Texas? But I'll tell you what, I'm gonna go. I, I think it's Washington, Michigan. I just do, and you think Washington, Michigan? Yeah, I think I think I think Michigan takes it though. Wow, you think you think that Penix and Washington can take it to Texas? Yeah, I think they can. Like I said, I can't. I mean, they were double digit dogs in that game on Friday last week. Yeah, and you know what? They controlled the game from start to finish. Did it, did it get close at times? Yeah, but they were in control. They, yeah, I mean, I just it was. Yeah. You had at that point the Heisman favorite. Once again, I'm pretty sure. Oregon was a double-digit favorite, and they were still getting, you know, the the higher ranking than teams that had much better resumes and wins and all of that and strengths of schedules because of Bo Nix. Like Bo Nix was single-handedly keeping them there. Yeah, the Oregon there. Sorry. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, I Washington cost me a lot of beers this year. It did. Yeah, they did. Um, did I so, appreciate all of them. Like I said, I don't. I don't necessarily think that. Um, <laughs> I, mean, I paid up on mine, but I'm still waiting on about two from Trey and two from Tyler. Okay, and Trey, you still owe me from this past week. Washington. I know, I know. And Tyler, it's looking more and more like those Jets aren't getting their uh, their over on their win total. So there's another one for yeah. me. Man. Well, Trey, you you better hope uh, Justin Fields gets another W here soon. <laughs> Well, I mean, Mac Jones has one because he's two. He's two. Well, Bailey Zappi finished the one game they won, so mm. I don't think that counts. No, 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 no. Yes, he started the game, Trent. Oh, so this is baseball now. I forgot. Okay, dude, are you are you really trying to get it's, out of this? It's not about how you start. It's about how you finish. Come on, boys. Well, look, sorry, Trey, <laughs> I was trying to chime in on your like little uh, sayings. That you... My it, my idioms. They're called idioms. Gotcha. <laughs> So, hey, do you guys want to get into any of the pre- uh, conference championship games and discuss them? I know we kind of started already with Washington, Oregon. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I, the Bama-Georgia game. I mean, yeah. I, I just feel like I can never, I literally can never bet Bama or Georgia properly. Like, how many times do you sit there and see Georgia in a tight game and you're like, you know what, I think Georgia's not going to cover, and then they freaking – Mercy rule the team. I mean, I almost I, feel like they I, they toy with some of the teams that they should blow out, and then blow yeah. out the teams usually usually blow out the teams that you're like, oh man, this could be a great game, and then it's like, whoa, yeah, and that's what makes it so hard. Like I, yeah. I once I saw the line get down to four and a half, I'm like, oh man, like Georgia, you can get Georgia for for less than a touchdown right yeah. now, like absolutely take it, but nope. Way wrong. Yeah, so, yeah. it was. I mean, it was great. It was a great game. Um, it was. That was the only good one besides the Washington Oregon game, in my opinion. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. That's why I was kind of confused too. Why they put that at the time that they did? Because the two games at night, man, at Florida State Louisville was yeah, whew, snooze fest, and I, so was Michigan Iowa. It was like, oh my. Yeah, I think Florida State Louisville just had the most implication on the playoff. This, yeah, yeah. That's kind of why they did it that way, but. Um, yeah, I, I, Washington, Oregon, man, that's, uh, it's just frustrating.
frustrating for me being I was all on Oregon all year. Kind of kind of doubted Washington most of the year, and man, they just proved me wrong again and again and again. And it's it's sure wild to think. Tyler was riding that Penix all year. He, he was impressive. he was a he was a big Penix rider. Nope, just uh, big Penix energy. That's all. <laughs> yeah. No, but but like, let's be honest. I I have been on Washington since the start this year, and Good. did not falter from them. And I I really hope I do think that they can beat Texas. Um, that may, I don't know. I mean, again, we'll stay, we'll get to picks and all that stuff later next week, but yeah, I, I don't know. That, that game was the most exciting, especially because Washington did come out quickly, foot on the gas. And then all of a sudden, you know, Oregon just started to chip away a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, you know, but everything that Oregon came back with, I felt like Washington had an answer for. And it's crazy to me because I think Trey, you mentioned about how bad they played the previous couple weeks, and they right. they did they played terrible. Um, yeah, which is honestly why I thought nine and a half <laughs> points was kind of a, a cushy, but it, yeah. cushy thing for Oregon. And then and it's it's kind of, it's, it's almost like the same thing though with the Georgia, where it's like you play down to these teams that are garbage, and then all of a sudden you you got up for the big game, and it's like whoa, what just happened right. here? And yeah. what it all comes down to, it's it's Trent's favorite thing is I think it was a little bit of recency bias with that line too. Absolutely. Um, oh. I think them struggling the last couple of weeks, Oregon blowing teams out the last couple of weeks. You almost forgot that Washington beat them earlier in the year by three points, right? And, and they're Washington and they're undefeated. And they're 30. undefeated. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, what is this? Why are they like? Could you imagine like like hindsight's twenty twenty looking at it now, but nine and a half points for an undefeated team that already beat them ten previously in the 10. year. Yeah, and then it's on a neutral site. Yeah. You have a Heisman hopeful in both teams, but still, it's like that. That just is absurd. And I was reading tweets even before the game, and it's like nine and a half points for an undefeated Washington. Give me that all day, and I'm like, you guys are so wrong. You're so wrong. And now <laughs> looking back, it's like, what? What was I thinking? Yeah. <laughs> but um, I mean, I think it's fair to say that their two matchups this year were probably two of the most entertaining games of the year, hands down, hands down, two of the best football games this whole year. Yeah, and that's totally and honestly, that's how football game. I wish the NFL games were like that. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> like I wish there were more games like that where it was just comes down to the play. Yeah, not you the know flags, what I mean. But just let them play. I agree with that exactly. Yeah, yeah. but I, w- I will say. Yeah, this. I mean, go ahead. No, you you got it. I was gonna say one of, one of my favorite things I did see is that, and this was not this past week, but the week prior, was after the Washington State game when the Washington kicker made that game winning field goal. I don't know if you guys anybody saw the video, but. Grady Gross, kicker, earned a scholarship. Yeah, that and was he awesome. Gave it to him. Dude, it was a cool thing. And the team was all around him. Like, it, was, it was really cool. So, yeah. Props to them for that. So, yeah. But. So, I think the next game to talk about is Michigan-Iowa. Who? I'll tell you what, man. Have you, like, <laughs> they they take Penn State's recipe of having an elite defense with an, a blismal <laughs> offense yeah and they take and they take it to the next level because it's truly hard to comprehend how a 16 a team that's ranked 16 10 and 3 7 and 2 in the big 10 granted they play in the worst division or side of the big 10 right with that kind of offense is playing in that championship game yep it is it is pathetic i mean and their defense is elite to be honest with you it's it's amazing absolutely um one thing that uh friend of a close friend of ours and fan of the show listener shout out matt faust 
um, he DM'd me today a pretty crazy statistic about Iowa this year. Yeah. Well, number one, number one, they had the f- most three and outs of uh, <laughs> any team in the country. I think it was like sixty five, okay, or something like that. Next closest was Michigan State with like fifty some. But the stat that really blew my mind that he sent me was Iowa had a total of three thousand one hundred and twenty three offensive yards this season. And they had a total of four thousand one hundred fifty-six punt yards. <laughs> so more, so they more had, yards punting than they did on. Not offense. just more, a thousand more yards right. punting than they did on total offense. That's, like that's yeah, that's hard to that's hard to comprehend. And they were ten and two, ten and three, whatever yeah, they were. They're like, playing a Big Ten championship. God, that's yeah, just that crazy. That's pretty insane. That that game that yeah. game was tough, man. Because they're you're right, their offense is so awful. Like, yeah. I mean, losing their starting quarterback didn't help. You know, one point yeah, because he was playing all right true. in the beginning of the year. And after that, it was just like, whew. Yeah. Very, very, and, very and, like redundant. Like, all right, run, run, pass. All right, punt. Yeah, punt. <laughs> <It was> like, <laughs> oh, yeah. man. That's a, and the other thing that blew my mind is they didn't cover either half over 0.5 points. I know. Because I lost money on both those bets. Because <laughs> um, so I'm like, I'm like, how do you not? I mean, you got to get a fluke field goal, a turnover, something. Well, they, which they, they did have, and they did. We yeah. had one chance, one chance. Yeah, they got what was it? A fumble in the other zone, and then they threw an interception right after. Yep. They, they fumbled it. Yeah, they fumbled oh it. my no, gosh, no, Iowa fumbled it. Yeah, uh, I thought they threw a pick, but either way, it's it's just. It's crazy. That's a that's a hard thing to to not cover is half of a point in each half. But yeah. well, let's just let's just be thankful that the whole East West divisions of the Big Ten is gone now. Because what were they? Oh and ten, oh and eleven all time. Yeah. In the in the Big Ten championship. So, yeah, they, they never won it. So good riddance. Good riddance to to those. I'm pretty sure didn't the SEC also get rid of it? Yeah. Uh, yes. Did you? Yeah, yeah yes. I think so. I think they're all. I think ACC, SEC, even though the ACC will be gone, but um, all of them got rid of their whole like side to side conference thing, which yeah. which makes it once again more, I guess, fair, you know, because yeah. I mean that was a joke having Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State on the same side, or I should just say Ohio State and Michigan on the same side. Ooh. Well, I'm sorry. I, I get. I, I would. I cheer for Penn State out of all those teams. No, you're yeah. just a hater. I get. Hater. I get so. He did pick them though in his playoff in his playoff earlier yeah, in the year. I picked them to win the yeah. Big Ten championship. Yeah. I get so frustrated when they get so much hype every single year. Every year about recruitment and off season and all this crap, and they, it's, it's the easiest bet to to win on. Bet against Penn State against those teams every time. Bet against. What is it a twelve-team playoff next year? Yeah. Hey, well then we we have a chance. <laughs> well, and and I honestly I'm not even sure how it's going to look. Like I've seen a couple different formats of it, but uh, correct me if I'm wrong. The top four teams then get a buy. It looks like it. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. that was the one I think I saw the most in terms of formatting. But so top, I like it. It's top a, four it's get a, a buy. Yeah. It's a step in the right direction until they get to the size of like an FCS bracket. Yeah, agreed. And that's and I I can't wait for that. Yeah. Um, how about Penn State, Michigan don't play each other for the next two years? That's pretty crazy. That's good for Franklin. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> is it good for college football though? Like, 
I don't know. Those are the games you look forward to, I feel like. You look at Penn State's schedule? Next year? Oh, yeah. What about it? There's some West Coast travels, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, think about those West Coast teams that got to travel to the East all the time. In the cold. In the cold. I think the team that's going to, in the Big Ten, that is going to go down the most and not benefit from that is going to be a USC. Oh, yeah. So it's a totally different kind of game. Totally different kind of game, and yeah, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't see them benefiting. But I would love to see uh, more of these bowl games, more of these playoff games played up north. Yeah, yeah, they're all yeah. Yep. Take them, take them to the the big house or Beaver Stadium and see yep. how they fare there in, yep. in January. Yep, for real. It'd be interesting. All right. Uh, anything else, college football wise, guys? Uh, no, but. Uh, just, I mean, not a whole lot game wise or matchup wise, but watch, holy, holy transfer portal and coaching changes. I mean, the list yeah. of guys that left Ohio State does make you does make you wonder if like is there's something about Ryan Day's future that we don't know. That's I'll, I'll leave it at that. But I've been saying that though for two weeks. The only the only thing that makes me think everything's fine is the fact that as it was announced again today that Marvin Harrison Jr. is actually considering staying. Yeah, but no the rumor, there was also a rumor, too, that Ryan Day is looking for an NFL job. Yeah, but that whole, I mean, maybe maybe, maybe he is, but Marvin Harrison Jr. is saying he wants to beat, to quote, beat the team up north Yeah, and, and play for a Big Ten championship, and he has yet to do that, which blows my mind that with him on that team that they have not done that yet but uh, his his high school teammate and quarterback just transferred out so yep he'll he'll be gone i mean Marvin. He, oh yeah he's yeah, like a top he, three pick cr- dude top yeah. three for i would say top three for sure yeah, yeah. going to the cardinals card oh yeah God. that's who i saw too what a shame but, um Oh, I forget who, which coach it was. I think it was Matt Rule made a good point. It said like nowadays it is it's a free agency. College football has a free agency. Yes. Yeah. And he said you the price of a of a championship caliber free like free agent quarterback is a million to one and a half million nil deal. Yeah. Hold on, Trey. Did you not hear him though? He started it as at a million. He went up to one point five to two million. And then I think he finished with quoting it as you need like three million dollars to get a quarterback. So, so he's he's trying to say he's trying to get him there, I think. Oh for sure. Hey, hey we'll give you know three what? million. A lot <laughs> a lot of murmuring of McCord, the Ohio State quarterback, meeting with Ohio's or I'm sorry, with Nebraska's offense coordinator. Wow. That'd be interesting. So I saw the the so you leave you leave Ohio State to go to Nebraska? I was going to say, I don't know about that. Dude, Nebraska is going to be back next year. Oh, my gosh. All right, Will so Compton. I, I, must, no, I, hey. I, must, yeah. uh, I must be getting a lot of busting with the boys. Uh, shout, out, <laughs> shout out to the boys. Um, but it must be getting a lot of lot of busting with the boys tweets. Actually, I do. Will Compton's all over my timeline. Yeah, but, yeah. but let's be honest, though. Like That's kind of the trend of Matt Rule in college football. Yes, he, he struggles his first year or so, and then well, his next year, his next year, like, the team is like, boom, championship caliber. So, 
don't don't <laughs> rule it out. <laughs> ah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, all right. Got there was, guys, guys, I'm I'm a big fan of like listening to like these halftime and pregame speeches and whatnot from the coaches. His speech this year of yeah. we go out there and if we die, we die. Yeah. Like <laughs> it was awesome. Totally totally had me ready to run through a damn wall. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Like I, I love Kirby Smart speeches, but when I sat there and listened to that Matt Rule speech where at the end he's like, and if we die, we die. It's like, oh, let's go. Like that's yeah. I'll tell you what though, Joe, if if he can get let's think about that though. If he can get McCord there as a quarterback and you get him some talent around there, that's yeah. that's the rule rebuild. I don't, I don't think he's gonna go for McCord. You know who I think he's gonna go for? Who? Washington State guy. Bingo. I think he's the hottest commodity right now when it comes to quarterbacks in the transfer portal. That's, uh, what's his name? I think his last name is Ward. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, a lot of of word, a lot of rumors of him going to Ohio State, but he has yet to visit there last I saw. In the, is it Oklahoma? No, Oregon State's quarterback, too. Yeah, he's gone. uh, DJ Uga, Uga, yeah. Connections so to, is to he, Florida is he, State. Uh, wow. Really? Yeah. So he'd return to the ACC potentially. And his oh, brother boy. plays for Oregon. So no, is he, he not? His, brother, his brother's an edge rusher for Oregon. When I was I watching saw him as play. a possible uh, NFL prospect, though, that DJ yeah. guy. No, he's he's staying in college one more year. Dude, this... And then look look at Oklahoma's quarterback. He's going out to Oregon. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, and See, that's what I mean. That's it is literally free agency. You can just I, do whatever you want now. So, and, and, and that's this the Pandora's why... box things. Where how do you fix it? You can't. Well, let it happen then. Let it happen unless you start bringing in contracts and you share revenue with the players from the conferences. That we could get on a long tangent about that. I'm not going to go with that. Yeah, but um, Jim, Jim Harbaugh's pushing that's, it. Uh, that's football offseason conversation. Ha- Harbaugh is pushing <laughs> it. Yep. And why do you think they're coming at him so so hard? Because yeah, he's doing that exact thing. Because it, it makes conference heads pissed off. It makes the NCAA pissed off. So now all of a sudden, is it funny? Is it funny that, okay, accused of sign stealing, and then all of a sudden the Big Ten starts to say, oh boy, our private investigators actually found that almost every Big Ten team has, has cheated in some way. Yeah. And 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 mums the word, right? Yeah. Mums the absolute word. So that, that's college football. It's, I, it's so, there's there's too many people up at the top calling shots, making decisions, and you know what? It's all it's all about stuff in their damn pockets. Too many committees. So, yeah, let's let's move on from college. Now, you know how it pisses me off. Well, here, Although it's a hey, better re- quality football than the NFL, but let's little, let's, start, let's get into the NFL. Here's here's your transition though. I I will kind of branch off of your Harbaugh comment, Trent, is I did see that there is a negative connection with Harbaugh and the Chicago Bears organization where somebody previously that was, I don't know if it was the head of the Big Ten, is somehow in the Bears organization. And rumor has it that that would not be a fit at all for Harbaugh in the NFL based off of that guy's position with the Bears organization now. So... Just something to keep in mind, but that that's kind of our segue here into the NFL. Um, yeah, so NFL, obviously, a uh, couple big games last week. I think a couple teams with some surprises, too, including Trey, your own. <coughs> yep. Yeah, I 
Don't don't mind us. Just sitting there in the playoff spot, boys. Um, are you in? Are you guys in right now? We currently are. Yeah. Wow. Congrats, Trey. I, yeah. I'll tell you what. As hard as we hated on him early in the season, that's respect. Yeah. Dude, that, yeah, the you last, guys, you the guys, last two you guys weeks, took man. some low blows in previous episodes at my, me and my Packers. Mostly Trent. So. Mostly Trent. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, guys. Guys, there's breaking news. What? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, breaking news. Um, it just it has here that the Jets and the Packers have agreed to a trade. Year 2038, Jordan Love will join the Jets. <laughs> yeah, sorry, so, that's happening. I hey, mean, but I'll got tell you, a couple tell more you what, the Packers now beat the Chiefs and they beat the Lions last two weeks, and two, yeah. those are two of the hottest teams in football in terms of record yeah. wise. So can, can so, I can I give you something else here? Let's just let's throw this nickname out here: the guy that Tyler would accuse of being on the hot seat, Matt Lafleur, yeah. aka Mister December. December. Six, <laughs> 16 and 0 in December football is yep. is where yeah the playoff the playoff push is is made 16 and 0 as a head coach in December so how's, how's it him. go when he gets to the playoffs wow. uh, I think it's the same as the same about the same as Kyle Shanahan oh, okay yeah because we both we both win a couple games and have nothing to show for it in the playoffs. So well, I will say this, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't I wouldn't quite go there, Tyler. I will say this. I am going to toot my own horn though. Uh, Niners forty two, Eagles nineteen, Yikes. nineteen points. Okay, forty two nineteen. And again, run the tapes back to last week. I texted you guys. I said Niners by two touchdowns or more. Easy. You did. Oh yeah. You did. And I'll Trey, tell you what. That was a Trey clip. agreed with that. But Trey said strictly because the officials would be on the Niners' side. Right. No, that's not what I said. <clears throat> I said. I said. He did. I said. I wonder. I said. I wonder who. <laughs> I was. I was a little feisty last week. I'll. I'll give you guys that. Feisty for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was. I was. I was feeling myself. Robert Sala's conversation got me fired up. But well, um, and, and now all this week is about Robert. <laughs> Robert Sala being identified Trent, as let's the not lead. start. Okay, we're not right. we're not starting. <laughs> but um, what I was gonna say is now the comment. I think what I was hinting at is which team's gonna get the bullshit penalty calls. And yeah. granted, I don't I don't think there I don't necessarily think there were that many in that game, which is great. No, the only bullshit was the fact that they threw Dre Greenlaw out. Yeah, but they also threw that guy out too. Which okay, honestly, Dre, Dre Greenlaw or defensive linebacker. <laughs> And a security so on. guy. Come on. So hold on. Dre Greenlaw did throw a punch that he tried to cover up with a finger at the he end. Because yeah. the other guy actually, <laughs> if you got watch the other guy, the other guy got in his face with his hands too and pushed him. Yeah, yeah. I agree. And that's why I think it was good that they ejected both of them. But right. well, let's talk about the game at least. Yes, yes. What I was gonna say is um Debo Samuel, Monster. he backed up his he backed up his words. Dude, and, the man. and thank God he did because Eagles fans would have tore him apart, and, and they did the whole way in, through the introduction. Yeah, and, and uh, yeah, I'm just we we live around a lot of Eagles fans. Um, they they have a a certain type of persona about them that they embrace, yeah. which you know that's fair. But um, I do not like either of those teams. But I found myself pulling for the 49ers, Dare I say it? <laughs> Holy wow! I know. Breaking news. And, it, and, it, and you know what it was, though? is I think it, it was dependent on who I was watching the game with. 
Yeah, I was watching sense. with a bunch of Eagles fans, and it just rubbed me the wrong way, and I found myself pulling for the Niners. I'm sure, Tyler, if I was watching that game with you, probably would have been pulling for the Eagles. So, even I mean, it's brother, just... Even as your own brother. Tyler, you almost bought me a picture of the blocked punt of the <laughs> Packers-Niners. So, no, I don't feel any sympathy for well, cheering against your team. Correction, I did buy it, but I kept it. Yeah, well, so, thank God, because I would have burned it in your face. Trey, didn't oh. you buy Trey? Didn't you buy Packer yeah, Packer symbol M and M's and send them to his house? Yes. No, no, th- those are for his son. Yes. Oh, yep. but you did yeah. send him Packers M and M's. Yeah, it was it was a gift to my to my nephew. And and oh. listen, and out of respect, I gave them back to you. I did not throw <laughs> them in the trash. Trey, for eat them, Trey. <laughs> no, no, I still have them. <laughs> Dude, you know he yeah, eats them. You know he them. eats them late at night. Dude, no, yeah, I don't. Mr. Mr. Those are. Those are those are like uh, souvenir, like uh, memorabilia, man. Super memorabilia, yeah. Uh, hey, t- just I-, I got a couple. Well, this is another stat for, for right now. I know Eagles are the number one seed, but they're gonna have a little bit of a test this week with the Cowboys. Yeah. Uh, but Niners, Eagles, Niners, ready? Still, I do think a hundred percent healthy. They are the best team in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, if they don't, if they don't win at all and they're 100 percent healthy, that means there's a major upset. Mm-hmm. But um, seven of the seven uh, all year, seven of the nine 49er wins this year has been by 18 or more points. I mean, they hung like, 40 on Dallas and 40 on the Eagles. That is domination. Yeah. So, like, geez. So yeah, I'm. I'm just saying that that is. So, Trent, it's Super Bowl or bust for them. Absolutely. Um, if yeah, I mean, Ty, I know, I know, Trey saying it out of the reverse jinx. But, <laughs> I, well, but, I I do think they're going to win the Super Bowl. But in in reality, and yeah, I mean, I, I I honestly, if you're saying okay, if you literally have to put a hundred bucks on the team right now, who's going to win it? You you'd be crazy. Because even I mean, okay, the number one seed in the AFC. Like I I know I dog. I dog the NFC in terms of I think it's inferior from top to bottom Not to anymore. the AFC. Uh, I disagree. It still is. <laughs> but um, look at look at the look at the. Uh, no, I, I just want to say what I'm saying. Go ahead, go ahead. Look but at the one. Look when you look at okay, the Chiefs are nine and three. The uh, the Ravens nine and three. Uh, the Jaguars now they just lost Sunday night due to. Are the are the Chiefs nine and three? Yeah, might, no, Trent, I think they're eight and four, dude. Mm, yeah, that's right. Because who, who right. beat them last okay. week? Uh, I'm sorry, all those, all the, all the division leaders. Miami's in the nine and three. Were, yeah, they're nine and three. So it's like there's much better team. I mean, look, you're you're saying the best team. Miami, who hasn't beaten a team that has a winning record above five hundred. You're right. Either the Cowboys, who are who yeah. are nine and three. So also a saying, wild card. But what I'm saying is, you compare. I would take the Niners over. A lot of those teams right there. The only team that I think could give the Niners a headache. The Lions. The only team. No. I'm talking AFC in the Super Bowl. Oh. I, I, I think the only team that will truly give the Niners a headache. Hold on. Let me are, guess. Can I can I guess? Yeah. I, I, th- uh, I started to say the team name. But the Ravens. Ravens. I do. I, I just think that yeah. defense is too... They're too stingy, but the the advantage that they would have is it might be one of the lowest scoring Super Bowls in the history. 
because I don't think Lamar Jackson is a guy to be able to do anything against that Niners defense. Well, no, yeah, he, I mean, let's, let's, let's be honest, Trent. Both defenses are great, but when you have a super, the super team of the NFL and the 49ers, like, you're going to score points. Yeah. You have, yeah. you have like, what, I think t- eight of your 11 starters are, like, all pros at one point. Like, it's, I mean, it's stupid how they just buy their players, but. And it's, and it's um, wild because how many did they buy, though? They drafted Ayuk. They drafted yeah, Diva. They Trey. drafted Kittle. They drafted Purdy. Trey, Trey, don't say they, they drafted Fred Runner. Uh, I wouldn't say that. I think they bought and traded for their team. What? So they got Ooh. what? Let's Chris Christian McCaffrey, Trent uh, Williams, uh, and who else? Which I mean, right there. That's and, and Tredavious Ward. That's the majority of your team. That's the majority that's of your team. Three. Uh, I just Chase, mean six Chase that Young. Are, that were drafted. Chase Young. Oh, sorry, I forgot. Nick Bosa, drafted. Hey, okay. But I'm just Trey, most of their talent has been drafted. You got to give them, you gotta I give them that. And, and like know. you said, Trey, yeah, you have a superstar team, but you're also somebody that's saying, like, you could plug anybody in there in that, that scheme. The quarterback, yes. And, yes. and have – I mean, they are playing literally – it's a cool story. Mr. Irrelevant is, there, is the MVP betting favorite right now. So he's yeah. the, top, he's the top in every single quarterback stat right now. Oh, yeah, what about um, yards per pass attempt? Yeah. Oh, here it we is. go. Is it, it's don't, probably, don't it's probably less than five. No, it's probably less than five. Because it's over 9.2, Trey. Yeah, right. Go ahead. Look it up yeah, because right. it just came out because people, that's the whole defense right now is they're like, dink and dunk, dink and dunk. Yeah. Watch how many I sent it to you guys. passes. I sent it to you guys, and it's so true. Brock Purdy is going to win the MVP throwing slants and outs to what a superstar. Slant, to superstar wideouts over Tyreek Hill, who's going to have a two thousand yard receiving season. The number That's of digs, stupid. Dude, the That's number stupid. Of, the number of choice routes and dig routes that they run in the middle of the field, and where Ayuk just takes it and Debo just takes it, dude, you, you're totally. He doesn't just take it. So, Brock Purdy right. doesn't even see the guy. He just lobs it to a he spot on the field him. and trusts the play. That's you don't it. even watch the quarterback play then. Oh uh, yes, I do. So, yes. so Trey, Trey, can I? Uh... You actually took my my top talking point and brought it up tonight. Good. Um, that is <laughs> the the no like I want to I want to I want to I want to build on this. Is I'm a hundred percent on board with you. Is it is bull crap that the names that are ahead of Tyreek Hill in terms oh my of God, odds yeah. to win MVP. It is bull crap. Tyreek Hill right now has what fourteen hundred eighty one yards receiving. Okay, let's put this into perspective. At this point in the season, he needs about 520 yards in order to get. And I think he's got how many games left? Uh, five. Five. I think it's five. five. Five games left, right? And he himself has more receiving yards than every single Cardinals receiver, every single Patriots receiver combined. Every single Giants, every single Jets, and every single Falcons. He is single-handedly getting more receiving yards than five NFL franchises right now. Yeah. Okay? So, like, and if you talk about most valuable, if you take Tyreek Hill away from the Dolphins team right now, they're good, but they're not 9-3. and three. I agree with that, Trent. I completely agree with that. He's he's the and, MVP. And, we and that's just why have to get rid of this quarterback MVP award. It's yes. total. It's total BS. Yes, they need to they they need to make 
a separate award just for the quarterback. And then they actually need to live up to the MVP award. The most valuable player, not the quarterback with the, on the best team. I, I can't stand it. Well, and, and to be honest with you, I mean, let's be honest. I don't know if it technically even should be Purdy. I think it should be McCaffrey up there. McCaffrey no. has 17 touchdowns. I, I agree with that, too. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I do agree with that, too. I mean, McCaffrey's closing in on a couple different records with touchdowns this year. So, I mean, don't, I love Brock Purdy. I think he's number one in all the stats. I love that he's up there. But, I mean, at the same time, McCaffrey is, is an MVP guy. You know, he makes the team click. So, But, uh, yeah, I mean, Tyree Kill, you're right. Tyree Kill's a game changer. I mean, if, if the Dolphins didn't have him and they just had, let's say, Jalen Waddell, it's, it, it's a no team. You know what yeah. I mean? Tyree yeah. Kill's one of those guys that can literally stop on a dime, change directions, you know, going right, and all of a sudden he's going left in a matter of a split second. Yeah. You know, it's like and, – and So, so I, if he, I agree. If he gets 2,000 yards, it'd be hard. I would be surprised. He will not get the award. He won't get the award. He's got to. He'll get Offensive Player of the Year. But That's right. exactly. That's what they'll give him, and they won't give. They will not give him an MVP. What are his um, but, So I I agree Tyre- with you guys. I I think Tyreek is the MVP. But Tyre- I, Tyre- I, I would let me let me answer Tyreek's yeah. question there. Odds for Tyreek Hill on ESPN Bet uh, early in the week was plus eighteen hundred. This guy right here jumped on that. What's so, what's right. McCaffrey? Uh, he that I'd have to look up. Let me get the stack guys on a quick. Trent, I uh, go ahead, Trent. No, I was going to kind of piggyback that. I think it was like four or five years ago. I bet on Todd Gurley to win the MVP. I bet fifty dollars on it to win fourteen hundred dollars, and he had I think twenty six rushing touchdowns, close to two thousand rushing yards. And guess who did not get the MVP that year? Yeah. <laughs> I was so mad. He got Offensive Player of the Year. That whoopee didn't yeah. get MVP though. And you're right. It's it's. So, that's what Tyreek Hill will get, but he won't get the MVP. That's yeah. what's sad about that stupid award. So here's the here's the breakdown. I'm, I'm this is ESPN Bet uh, Sportsbook. So Brock Brock Purdy and Dak Prescott are the top two favorites, tied at plus three hundred. Jalen Hurts plus three fifty. Patrick, which oh my gosh, Patrick Mahomes plus six fifty. How's that even like? Come on, guys! Like to, to a to a to a eight fifty, Lamar Jackson. Tua's behind Patrick Mahomes. Yes, Lamar Jackson's behind Patrick Mahomes. Lamar Jackson's plus nine hundred. I just can't believe he's up there. You got Tyreek Hill then at twelve hundred now, plus twelve hundred. Then Josh Allen at plus twenty two hundred. What? CJ, yeah, CJ Stroud. He's ahead of twenty. Plus twenty five hundred. It's and a popularity Christian, contest. Yeah, Christian McCaffrey plus twenty five hundred. Stupid. It's literally a popularity contest. I no, mean, it's a quarterback contest, Tyler. That's it's all it is. But it's almost becoming as as stupid as the, N- the NFL Hall of Fame. But that's again. Oh, ah, oh man. Yeah, no, we'll get into that. Remember, there is again. I, right, just to touch on that, I do have to ask you guys one question about the Hall of Fame and a future player. Okay. Mike Evans. Who? Was it 10 straight seasons with 1,000 yards? He has never had a season where he has had less than 1,000 yards receiving. 
in the standard of today's game, yes. Well, and he also he has, has a, and he has a Super Bowl. I was just gonna say yeah. he has a Super Bowl. Thank you, Tom. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, I mean, i I would put I would put him in over say, like Tory Holder, Isaac Bruce. Oh yeah, yeah, with the stats and stuff, I would agree with that. But I'm saying if if they they always talk about Tory Holt and Isaac Bruce going in, it's like, I think one of them might be in. Yeah, I think are both of them in? Yeah, <laughs> probably. But like, I if you want to put those guys in, in, then for sure, then Mike Evans is definitely in. All right. I was, okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm surprised. Good. I'm surprised you agree with that, Tyler. No, I mean um, that, that's but that's one of those things. What ten seasons of a thousand yards? That's mm-hmm. really damn impressive. Not you know, only just ten seasons. And, he's never he's never had a season below a thousand yards. Right. So in his career. That, that's that's impressive. That's an impressive stat. Mm-hmm. And you also have a Super Bowl. Yeah, you're in. Like I'm okay, okay with that. Like that's not one I would sit there and be like, this is ridiculous. If and honestly though, I I might say it's a little ridiculous if he doesn't have a Super Bowl though. And I know that's not the tell all. Oh come on. I I no I'd be I'd be more likely that's to so say un- eh. that's so unfair, man. That's not he's one player on twenty two starters. I said maybe gonna... I I probably still put him in. But I'm saying that that always kind of like tips me one way or the other. It's kind of like my tiebreaker. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. But that's fair. All right, Uh, Trent. You you were saying something about NFL, weren't you? Yeah, I actually have I have one more thing to kind of say, Um, and, and it's maybe I'm biased because of us having a connection to him, but. um, I get this year with the Chiefs, like their offense isn't as good, right? And what kind of annoys me is the amount of social media hate, but also like regular NFL media hate of putting the blame on Matt Nagy being the offensive coordinator there. And the reason I say this is one of the major reasons – Eric Bieniemy, there's so much questioning about everything. Is everybody states Andy Reid is the play caller, the true play caller? Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So everybody built Bieniemy up to be some magnificent play caller, but never gave him the full credit because Andy Reid was the guy, right? You might, know, Andy Reid might be Andy the next Reed Bears is, coach, by the way, Bieniemy. Could you? No way they repeat history. But uh, but I'm just. That's where I just. I guess I kind of got frustrated with listening to some of that and, and saying like, okay, like all those years, nobody gave the enemy the full credit for what was happening there with the success because they're everyone's true combos. Well, Andy Reid's the one calling the plays. Andy Reid's the one calling the plays. But now it's a bad year. And there's no criticism of Andy Reid. I get Andy Reid's a legend. Don't get me wrong, right? Probably still the best coach in the NFL. But it's also kind of like, oh, so you just now get to to blame Matt Nagy because he's Ooh. the labeled offense coordinator. So like, I just that just kind of annoyed yeah. me. And I know it's kind of like out of nowhere, but Ooh. just something. I, I agree. It's kind of a cop out, but to to play devil's advocate here, another idiom. Um, <laughs> Is that an idiom? I think it is an idiom. I don't know. But to play to play devil's advocate, though, is this is the first year they're having kind of a down offensive year. And the enemy's not there. 
So, I mean, I know he didn't get the credit when they were successful and you gave it to Andy Reid, but now he's gone and it's like, well, what, what changed? Oh, the enemy's gone and they have a new offensive coordinator. And I'm not, not agreeing with the critics. I don't think it's Matt Nagy. In fact, I think when the Chiefs actually won the Super Bowl last year, it was because Matt Nagy came back and was their offensive quality control guy. I think that was, yeah, I think that was a huge factor. But now it's like, well, why isn't the offense working? What is it? And you know what I think it is? The Chiefs never capitalize on the wide receiver position. Travis Kelsey has been a wideout for them. He truly has for the last however many years. Maybe he's not as motivated in football anymore for some reason. I don't know why, but I know um, Trey. Do you want me to tell you why? No, please, I don't want you to tell me why. Don't. Yeah. Are you are you you're sure? Yeah, I'm 100 percent sure. I do not want you to mention that name. But all I'm saying is that I think I think his focus might be somewhere else. And now Patrick Mahomes is like, okay, Travis isn't quite there. He's not his himself this year. He's not doing what he does. Let me get into the wideouts, and they are not good yeah yeah they're not trey you're right he travis kelsey is swiftly moving towards retirement stop it what Uh, can we can you mute him can you mute his mic i could you guys always scare me like what what is it but anyway trey i I agree with you man and and it's kind of takes you back to like Andy Reid's years in Philly, like he had Terrell Owens one year, a dominant receiver, right? Yeah. But other than that, didn't they always have like some mediocre, like yeah, Hank Baskets, like, Todd Pinkston, Hank Baskets, like, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> Hank name Baskets. Still is, wow, wow, it was That's, a reach, man. Wow. I will say though, they did have. I mean, he's not. I wouldn't call him an elite receiver, but Deshaun Jackson was there for a little bit. Yeah. True. True. He's retired in Eagle now, so. Good, good for him. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So that was one of my NFL things. The other thing that is, once again, it infuriates me because I don't know what it is. I mean, I know I'm a Raiders fan, but Chargers organization. Where the hell does Staley get off in, in blaming Eckler as the issue? I saw that. Did, I couldn't believe did, he did, did it. He really? He blamed yeah, yeah. him. They're pretty much saying that they're gonna be making a change, and they're gonna probably start a change, giving, but giving the other guy a lot of more Kelly carries. more carries than. So it's like, what Good. the hell? Like, well, like, and you know, and you know what that is though is that's that's because Eckler threw a fit early in the year with the running backs. I was I was just gonna say, that's you know, exactly I don't, it is. I don't, I don't necessarily like. I don't think Staley has any any no. thing to stand on criticizing him, but I don't mind the criticism of Eckler because he's not playing well. And he was the one that held out for a big contract because, oh, I'm so valuable. I'm the backbone of this team. Well, now you suck, dude, and you're not doing what you should be doing. But you're right. I think coming from Staley, it's a little messed up. I think a lot of the running backs, though, are kind of trying to send a message this year, though, with, with, hey, if if I have any sort of little bumper bruise, yeah, I'm not going to play. I'm not going to risk my health. I mean, Eckler missed time. Saquon. Saquon missed time. Montgomery missed time. Um, Aaron Aaron Jones, but granted, his are actually legit. And so, like, and, and then even I mean, you also got the main guy that led this whole brigade. I, I think was was Jonathan Taylor, who actually missed games due to holding out. But now he's out because of what a thumb. Um, yeah. So it's like. I think they realize, like, if there's any sort of health in question, eh, 
I'll just sit out. It's, so, but but at the same time, but, do you think they did themselves any justice to it? Because what running backs this year would you say, you know, or how, sorry, not even what, but like how many running backs would you say are like, wow, that dude's a game changer. He's dominant. McCaffrey. Ooh, it's yeah. one, but I, I feel like there's a couple of them. But like, not many. Not Jonathan Taylor. Not Eckler this year. Like, I'll tell you who it is. It's the rookie guys trying to prove themselves. Look yeah. at Kyron Williams from the Rams. Yeah, that guy is making seven hundred thousand dollars less than most of the star players in the college in college football. Right, and and he's tearing it up. And yeah. I would I would also say a Chan down in Miami. Exactly, another yeah. young trying guy trying to prove himself. Gosh, is he awesome or what? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's I mean, even even the Lions running backs too. I mean, I'm not saying they're dominant, but Gibbs, I feel like could be. Montgomery's. Gibbs is the next Kamara, man. Yeah. He's the next Alvin Kamara, hands he's, down. He, dude, he runs fell, like him. He fell off the map, Kamara. Who? Alvin no, Kamara. he's playing well, Tyler. Yeah. He's doing Average. well. He just, he just beat the hell out of a guy and, and almost killed him or whatnot. Allegedly. Did he really? He almost killed him? Yeah, in Vegas. Like, that's why he was suspended at the beginning. No, I didn't know he almost killed a guy. The video, the video is terrible, but, yeah. I mean... He is. He's starting to come on. He's starting to come on stronger now. But um, he's just there. He's just like so shifty. He is. I'm not. Like, he's like he's like that. he's like slippery and shifty. Guys, isn't it interesting? Isn't it interesting that you know all those years that the Raiders struggled in the red zone, they kept trying to figure out. Oh, is it play calling down the end zone when John Gruden was there? Uh, then. Josh McDaniels is there. Is it the play calling? Is it the play calling? Rich Passaccia takes over. Is it the play calling in the red zone? Guess who's one of the worst teams in the red zone this year? The Saints. Hmm. Who's, the, who's the problem? Ooh. Oh, no. Derek Carr's been hurt. Oh, my. What do you. How many games has he missed, Trey? Zero. He started every single game. I didn't ever think I'd see the day where Trey uh, literally turned Derek true. Carr as much as he has. He he took shots at the silver and black, and then always tries to say, "But they're I'm a Raider forever," which that is the same. A Raider, once you're a Raider, you're a Raider forever. All right, but but he's taken shots at the franchise after he left. It's like leave, we moved on, you move on. You know, it's like yeah. you want to hey you you want a top you want a top twenty five defense. You got a top twenty five defense. The only reason you're going to make the playoffs is because you play in the worst division in football, which actually I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. No, no they they, sh- they shouldn't. No, if, if they do, it might be because of Jameis and his ludicrous lyrics. He's going to eat some W's down there. What, 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 a, just, what a just naturally, naturally funny guy without ever trying. You know what, though? I hate him so much. I know, dude. There's a really dark past, man, with him. He's a scumbag, yeah, he, man. He had some, he'd made some really bad decisions. Yeah, I'm not saying guys can't overcome Those crab legs are worth so much stuff. money. But, I'm, but what I'm saying is those that, like, That's not the decision we're talking about. No, nah, there, there's some, yeah, there's law stuff involved, but that's neither here nor there. So, hey, do you guys want to get into some bets and picks? Absolutely. Before we do, before we do, I need you guys to entertain me on one thing because I didn't get to bring it up. Jordan Love. Oh gosh. Can you guys can you guys just please admit that he looks like an NFL quarterback? Well, he 
is an NFL quarterback. No, I mean like a one that is going to and will succeed. Come on. I'm okay, Trey. I don't have enough tape on him yet. (laughs) Jeez, but the tape you did see. Hold on, Trey. I will say this. I'm more convinced in about the past four games than I've been. But the two winning two Super Bowls, like you said at the beginning of the year before the season started, was way, 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 way too over the top. So, first of all, it's a. It was a bold prediction. It wasn't like a ulti- ultimate thing. I'm saying, and you just hang on that trend. You won't let me. You won't let go of that little statement I made. <laughs> You're right. So, and you know what? He he still might win two Super Bowls, and that, that's a bold prediction. But it's possible. And if he plays like he's been playing, he he is a he's a confident, stable quarterback in that pocket. So Trey, he wins. Trey, he wins two Super Bowls. Is he a better quarterback? Is he the best quarterback in, in Packers history? And like uh, that's, Trent, I'm, remember, I mean, I'm the Super Bowl guy, Trent. I'm the Super Bowl guy. What? I, said, I was just saying, the, there's, there's, yeah, the there's a lot of variables to that. But, I'm, but I'm asking you that. It, it besides, I mean, okay, is he is he at least second best to Bart Starr? The Bart Starr? Doesn't who has the most Super Bowls in Packers history? Well, I think. It's Bart Star, but it's oh, that oh. that doesn't make okay. So no, Super Bowls don't matter. <laughs> oh, when so, it when it comes to an absolute who's better than who, no, because it takes a football team to win a Super Bowl, not just one quarterback. <laughs> okay, I, I will sit here right now and say that Aaron Rodgers, in terms of talent yeah. and skill, is a top two quarterback ever. Ever talent and skill. Are you talking in like Packers in, history? in modern no, history? No, in the NFL history. Oh in NFL God. history, top two in skill and talent. That is that is blasphemous. So who who was who was a more accurate thrower? Who could? They named. Track and name about thirty quarterbacks, probably. Yeah, a more a more accurate thrower that's more all around better than Aaron Rodgers. Right. You just called him a top two of all time. And skill and skill and talent. Yes, I. You know what I would this, stand you know what this sounds a lot like. This sounds a skill. lot like my Jimmy Garoppolo arguments. Oh, well, Tyler, Tyler I'm, I'm, it's oh the same God. thing. Tyler, I'm How, that is not even no, that is no. not even comparable. Yes, it is no. because I used to I'm say top ten that. based on this, and now you're saying top two based on skill. And accuracy. Nope, I'm on Trey's side. Jimmy G is horrible. Okay. He you is guys, horrible. You guys should have never been anywhere near the Super Bowl with him as your quarterback. Well, the only reason they were is because of the people surrounding him and the scheme. Like the, Brock the Purdy. Defense. Exactly like Brock Purdy. He's not exactly. What I'm talking Brock about Brock skill Brock and talent. so much better. All right, hang yeah. on real quick, Jay. I do have a, I do have a Packers comment, though. Oh, boy. Is, and this will kind of take us into the lines of things. But one thing to keep an eye on right now, I'm seeing books have the Packers at minus six and a half against the Giants. I don't like that. I don't either. Because Tommy DeVito, he's playing like a dog. All right. Um, Gabagool. Gabagool. <laughs> but, and the reason I say this is, is I'll, I want to see how Jordan Love plays this week. <laughs> I want to see how Jordan Love plays this week if Christian Watson is not in the lineup. 
he throws a Jaden Reed and and I just I want Romeo Dobbs because, more anyway because I feel like because I feel like Christian Watson is a game changer because they because Trey the Packers use him a lot like say a Debo Samuel and if he's not in your lineup I want to see how they play no. without him. See, so Tyler, I disagree convinced. with you there. I think I think Christian Watson is a do or die big play player. I don't know, and I think I think the player that plays like Debo Samuel is Jaden Reed. Well, I, like I said, we'll see. Right now, Jane Reed can, he runs the sweeps. He runs the ball. He's a possession catcher that's fast. Like I think he's, I think he's more comparable to to Debo Samuel than Christian Watson. No, I'm, I'm Honestly, talking about how they. I'm, I'm just talking about how they use him. But right now, all indicators are looking that he's probably not going to play Monday night. Yeah, which looks stupid. Do you see how he injured himself? Yeah, I mean, but he's also been a reoccurring, a recurring uh, hamstring injury guy. So it's not yeah, like it's, it's cool. something new. He's just an injury guy in general. I mean, how do you but... feel that Cooper Cup's probably going to retire after this year? Really? Oh, dude, for sure. Either way, I just wanted you guys to admit that Jordan Love looks like a legitimate quarterback. He's he's playing legitimate. well. He's playing well. That's what I'll say. Not as good as Brock, but he's playing all right. Well, yeah, he doesn't have a super team surrounding him, but yeah. yeah. You do know that they are going to. Packers and Niners are playing in the, in the playoffs. It's looking like that way. And you know what? I hope they do because we got nothing to lose. We got nothing to lose, and you should be afraid of that, Tyler. Except, except the playoff game. That's what, what? You, that's what you have to lose. Yeah, we, weren't, we aren't supposed to be there. We aren't supposed to be there. All right, well. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. You, you, you shouldn't be there, but the NFC is so bad you are. I mean, dude, you lost Trey. You lost to the Raiders. Shouldn't have, but all right. But you did. Yeah. Yeah. It's the NFL, man. It's a a parody league, man. It just shows you that if the Raiders were in the NFC, we'd be in in the wild card right now, too. We also lost to the Falcons. Who? Who might be in the playoffs, too. (laughs) And hold on a second. Now, hold on a second. The Raiders would not be in the playoffs in the. Would they? They're five and seven, Trey. So they're, they're Trey, close. They, right. they, so they'd be in the hunt, <laughs> and not just not just in the hunt. We'd be at the top of the hunt. Like that's what's crazy. I like, will say I'm this though, Trent: the top teams in the AFC and the AFC are very similar. Though there's about four big dogs in both, but then after that, I, I mean, then it goes more six and six, five and seven, four and eights. Versus the but AFC year, has more seven and fives, but it's this not, year it's the not, big, it's not the, as big a difference as you're trying to make it out to be. Well, but no, but Tyler, it, no, it, the reason the reason for the records is the AFC, the, the like the teams that they have to play. Oh my god! So now, so now you're you're this is, you're flip flopping, dude. You can come up with any reason as to why. I didn't. Flip so okay, so before. for the years the years that the NFC had the worst records, it's because they played the NFC, dude. That's why. No, like that's that's what. You, they all sucked. No, see, this is stupid. The top Trent, dogs in the, Trent, the top where, dogs in the NF- Trent. Trent, what conference gets sub five hundred teams into the playoffs? That doesn't. That's not my point, though. No, it's I, because, I, but it is a good point because the only conference that has had a sub five hundred team the past how many years? Seahawks yeah. sub five hundred. Uh, dude, the, the dude, Washington it's because team sub five hundred. You're going to get a sub five hundred team this year down in, Trent, in with the Saints, Falcons, or yeah. Buccaneers. Yeah, so like, but like you, but like you said, it's because they play in the NFC, dude. No, do you see nice. what I'm saying? You could, but we still have winning records because we beat the crap out of NFC teams. Mm. 
<laughs> it, well, well, let's, I wish let's get our stack eyes on that. See who's got a better record against each other the past couple of years. Yeah, go for it, man. But what I'm saying is that the top dogs in the NFC this year are head and shoulders above the top dogs in the AFC. The Eagles, the Niners, the Cowboys, the Lions are better than the Chiefs, the Jaguars, and all. Oh, I'll, I'll, all I will remind you of. All I will remind you of is the top team in the NFC last year lost to the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. The just Niners like, or the Eagles? Just like, just like when the Niners team was healthy and made it to the Super Bowl, guess who they lost to? The Chiefs. Okay, just, so maybe so just one team in the AFC is better than the and NFC. NFC has 29 Super Bowls, AFC has 28. Ooh. I'm not talking. I'm not talking <laughs> overall. Okay, I'm talking about right yeah. now. Championship day football. It's championships. Present day football. Come on. Okay, who is the most? Thanks, who's the most? Who's the most Super Bowls overall? Patriots, right? Okay. Seven. Steelers. Next. No, Patriots don't have seven. They have six. Uh, Tom Brady has seven. That's <laughs> 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 crazy. That's crazy. That is nuts. Patriots so, have Patriots. six. Steelers have six. Okay. Steelers have six. I thought they had five. No, they have six. But no. but first team first team to five was San Fran. Second team to five was Dallas. Okay, but how many of Dallas and San Fran won recently? I mean, okay, but what I'm trying to I just Ooh, said twenty nine. You're gonna argue Super Bowls. The NFC is oh, better. I was even born. Hey, you know who's got one before both those teams or since both those? That's right. Bingo. Hey, listen, I, I'm just saying. I, the AFC is the superior conference. In the NFL. I disagree with that. Put Tyler, I disagree with Tyler, that. That's our poll question. Let's go. Who's the superior Super- conference? Superior conference right now, modern day. That's a poll question right wouldn't, there for you. Wouldn't you have to have like the best team in the NFL, though, to be the superior conference? Well, let's let the listeners give us their feedback. Who's the superior conference? Yeah, could it be based off of one team? Maybe. Could it be based off of top to bottom? Maybe, because the way that everybody compares conferences is they look top to bottom. Who's the best, correct? Correct? Front to back, top to bottom. Depends on who you are. It's the absolute truth. This year, the Big Ten. Tyler likes to look at Super Bowls, and that says the NFC, so. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, hey, let's get get a couple of picks in here. Let me finish my statement. Top to bottom. (laughs) Big Ten was better top to bottom than the SEC in college football this year. Was it top to bottom? Oh. Top to bottom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's a blizzard, Trent. All right. Let's, let's go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Let's get to our uh, best bets of the week, huh? What do yeah, you guys let's, say? Let's do some best bets here. Before, hey, real quick, though, before we do that, let's, let's, pick, let's pick the Army-Navy game. Who you guys got? Oh, man. Uh, I'm going to go with the under. <laughs> Touche. I'm, I'm with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, huh? Honestly, I don't really have. Army's minus three. Really... It's, they're playing in Gillette Stadium, right? So it's like a neutral site. So and the total right now, I believe, is 27 and a half. Jeez. Um, <laughs> I'm going Army. First year head coach with Navy. Uh, so I'm going. I'm going Army. I'm I'm on Army as well. Yeah, I'm gonna go Army. 
they beat Air Force, who was a tough team this year. They beat Coastal Carolina. Um, oh, they had they, some surprising <laughs> wins. They did lose 60, 62 to zero to LSU, though. That's pretty. Yeah, that's pretty tough. Tyler minus uh, minus two and a half on Fanduel. Okay. That's a good. That's a. It's a big advantage there. Actually, I agree with that trend. Take that little pup. Yep. Get that hook. Yep. All right. Well, let's get no, into best, best bets for the NFL. Yep, go ahead. Uh, I got I got three of them, and then I got a, a five leg B teaser. Um, so first, the first pick I'm going to go with is yeah, a little. No, that's not a smudge. That's a. That's a fist. Whoa. Yeah. What? Oh, jeez. <laughs> 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 two best ones I have the Colts plus one and a half against the Bengals um, I you think, love the Colts man I do but they they won me a decent amount of money here yeah but, that's fair that's fair um, I think the Colts are dogs I know they're playing in Cincinnati but I think that after the the Browning you know performance you know it was great but I think right now everybody's high on them I think it's a Trent's mm-hmm. recency bias right now uh, I think the Colts are a better football team. I think Minshew is just playing like a beast. Uh, he's freaking awesome. Like, they haven't lost he's a just, step he, since he stepped he's in. Just, he's just a winner. Yeah. Uh, the other one I'm actually looking at, too, is Texans minus three and a half at the Jets. Uh, that's right now plus 100 on ESPN bet. Um, if you get that. But I think the other game I'm looking at, I'm not I – don't, I don't necessarily want to take it, but – 
Eagles being underdogs at Dallas, I think, again, I think people are overrating Dallas. Uh, I think the Eagles definitely cover three and a half. Um, I think you're going to be I think a lot of people will be surprised and be like, whoa, I thought the Cowboys were that good. But uh, I think Dak will probably crap his pants again, throw a couple picks. But uh, So I'm, I'm watching that game. Uh, I'm not betting that right now. Um, yeah. So that's uh, those are my two though the the Colts plus one and a half and the Texans minus minus three and a half. I like it. Good. All right, I am on an early line for this 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 game. I am on the Cowboys minus three. Yep. Uh, and I, I I'm completely with you on that. It's not one of my best bets, but I think the Cowboys might put a licking on the Eagles. <laughs> What, what, what are we here? We the old West. That's a, that's a common phrase. Put a licking on them, like goodness. Let's pull it all out today. And then, uh, although you got to watch for weather, supposedly, especially across the board in a lot of areas this Sunday, uh, East Coast is supposed to get close to close to over two inches of rain. So just keep your heads up out there. But uh, at this game some potential rain and snow is expected, but I still like the Lions at the Bears. Um, if it's that type of game, I just me personally, I'm going to trust a David Montgomery and Gibbs and a Dan Campbell kneecap biting football team in a snowy, messy game over the Chicago Bears. Uh, so the Lions are Lions, Lions are minus three at, the, at Chicago. Uh, in my opinion, my absolute best bet and this is a steal, and I'm I'm a little confused as to why the line has changed so much. Maybe because of the recent headlines today about the Buffalo Bills. But I love the Chiefs minus one and a half at home versus the Buffalo Bills. Mm. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, and the Chiefs. You know, uh, since Patrick Mahomes has been a starter there, the Chiefs are eighteen and three after a loss. If you can get the Chiefs money line in the minus one twenties while they're at home, take it. Even if it loses, it wasn't a dumb bet. Take it. It's a smart thing to do. Okay. All right, Trey. You want to start us off with your tease? Yeah, I do. Um, Trey, I don't. Just, I'm sorry. I don't like the Chiefs bet. I think the Bills win that game. Sure, I'll bet you a beer on the money line. No, I'm going to lose that then, so no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> wow. Come on, we haven't had a beer bet tonight. I'm taking a, no, I'm taking, a, I'm taking a break from beer bets until I figure it out, because just, I swear to God, every a, time I beer bet, I lose. So Yeah, so just get me a four-pack and re- pay up on what you owe me, pretty much. What is it? I mean, you owe me two right now, and Tyler owes me two. I'll take, if you give me the spread, I'll make a beer bet. One and a half? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. I'll, I'll take cheese. You laugh, Tyler. <laughs> yeah, you laugh, but it's no, going to be. I'm, I'm, I'm just laughing that, because that, you're like, until I, I figure it out, give me the spread. You <laughs> <laughs> yeah, figured I, it out, Tyler. Point and a half. That's what different. I'm saying. Like, it was you so know funny. What? It was like, you and know what, though, Trent? I completely see that game ending on a last second field goal to win by a point. So that's right. why I want the one and a half. Trey, give me, give me Chiefs. Chiefs minus one and a half. Bills plus one and a half for you. Yeah, mark it down. All right, Tyler, 
You're the witness? Yeah, I got gotcha. you. damn it. I'm gonna, right. I Ty, swear, I'm gonna, the... Ty, Ty, you want any of this action? Not on that game. I don't. I don't like that. Eagles. Game. Eagles. Cowboys. You want to do that or what? Like, no, Ooh, I, I'll I, do that with Trey. You, Trey, no. Trey and I are on the Cowboys. Come on, bud. No, I hope. Yeah, they, come I on, hope, buddy. No, I hope they both. Come on, <laughs> come on, bud. What do you say, pal? What do you say, pal? I'm. I'm It'll not, give you a licking. It'll give you a licking. I'm not. I'm not putting my beers. <laughs> I'm not putting my beers on the Eagles. So. Yeah. No, I'm, right. not, I'm not letting an eagle like two teams I hate. I'm not doing that. Wow, well, strong words, Ty. Strong words. <laughs> sorry sorry Eagles right. fans you ready for my uh, my fister oh, yeah <laughs> let's go come on Chucky oh that's Finster right. Never mind. <laughs> Wait, what'd you call him Chucky Chucky, Chucky Finster, Finster. Rugrats uh, <laughs> <laughs> close but um, so yeah it's a it's a five leg seven point teaser okay for plus 280 so I'm going to go Colts plus eight and a half, Raiders plus 10, Seahawks plus 17 and a half, Packers Giants over 29 and a half. And then I was kind of, I was originally, I took the over in this game, teased down, but I think the Trent, your weather uh, analysis kind of changed my mind. So I'm going to tease it the other way. I'm going to take the Ravens Rams under 46 and a half. It's not bad. Yeah. Because it's in Baltimore. That's why. Yeah. I wonder what the uh, the Matt Stafford to throw an interception line is at. That'd be, Ty, that's a good suit for you, man. Probably like minus 180. <laughs> yeah. No, there's some, there's some times where I'm like, oh, I can't even take it because it's such bad odds. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty. Uh, it's. 175. Is it really? Yeah, it's my. So, yeah, it was good. Yeah. All right, let me give my tease real quick. Uh, I have a four teaser. Uh, six points. So it comes out to plus 260. I got Ravens minus one and a half. Colts plus seven. Giants plus 12 and a half. And Niners minus five. Yeah. So, Ooh. minus five. Wow! Didn't learn about you didn't yeah. learn about teasing against the Packers, huh? I heard, I just told I told you my analysis. I think if Chris Watson is out, so I think twelve and a half is pretty pretty safe. I'm not <laughs> saying you guys don't win, but I don't think you beat them by more than twelve and a half. It's fair. All right. I mean, yeah. All right. Here's my four, my four teaser. Um, I've got, this is a six and a half point teaser, plus 200 odds. I got Jaguars, Trevor Lawrence practice today, plus nine and a half. Detroit Lions, plus three and a half. Houston Texans, plus three. Denver Broncos plus nine. Hmm. Wow. Plus what nine. was the what was the second to last leg of the Houston Texans? Houston Texans plus three. Yeah. So I have at, at least uh the Jets. Oh wow. Maybe. All right. 
some good. I think we got some good bets there, fellas. Yeah. yeah. And one other thing here, Trey, is I don't, I don't want to get off on this whole tangent here, and I'm not. Well, I'm not here saying, we go. I'm not saying they are, <laughs> but I'm also still cautious about the Packers. I know they had two very big wins, but the Steelers were also a playoff team early and they look like garbage. And I'm not saying the Packers are the Steelers. I'm not saying that, but like, sounds like you are. I'm just, I'm just, you know, I'm just saying, just be cautious. Tyler, 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 what you're telling him to be cautious of is recency bias. Yeah. They have two okay. very big wins. And I just, I, I'm not, I think a lot of people would be like, Wow. Let's throw all the money on them. Like they're next Super Bowl team, and I don't, I don't God think that's. Damn. God damn it! I hope the Packers are by like twenty five points now. That's fine. I, I, I just, just, just saying. Like I said, we don't have to get on a whole tangent. Yeah, I'm gonna keep my mouth shut. <laughs> all so right. hey, let's uh, let's do a quick little, quick little dabble on teams to keep that we are. Uh, Keeping an eye on in college basketball. What do you guys say? I mean, we won't we won't do lines or picks yet until you know football starts to settle down. But um, some teams to to keep an eye on and takeaways right now from college basketball. You know, I will I will say we have been putting a lot of college basketball bets too. So if you are following, yes. you know, you probably see a lot of our teams already too. Which you know, I think I think we're doing all right here to to start out this college basketball season. So oh yeah, I think so too. Absolutely. But um, so team, yeah, team wise, you know, to keep an eye, and like I think we talked about this a couple episodes ago too, is just capping the smaller teams is usually a little bit easier just because of you know not as much eyes on them. I guess would be the best way to kind of describe it. But a couple of my teams that I've been really kind of keeping an eye on, and again, I'm probably going to repeat a couple. Uh, definitely Oakland. Um, even though they had a little little hiccup last night in their loss, um, watching them for tomorrow is one of my possibly one of my picks. St. Bonaventure is another team that I've been on. Um, they've been doing all right. They they've been. I feel like they're favorites a lot, and they're like usually favorites like over eight and a half, and I'm always scared to take it, but they've been covering it. So I don't know. That's. That's a tough one for me. I, I love when St. Bonaventure is like a three-and-a-half dog or a two-and-a-half dog because I usually they'll win. Uh, Queens University is another one. Uh, I tried to really follow them a lot last year. They're really coming around as a team this year. I mean, they're 5-5 five and five in the Atlantic Sun, but uh, definitely been following them. And Utah Tech. Anybody stayed up last night to watch Utah Tech versus, I believe it was CBU. Yeah. Uh, I stayed up to watch that game. Utah Tech was a plus nine, and they ended up winning by three. I did bet that. Um, so, Utah Tech used to be Dixie State. Uh, yeah, that's right. Dixie State, guys, let's throw that story back. Dude. Remember that? Remember that crazy parlay? Yeah. <laughs> That was like plus, what was that, plus, I forget how much. That was one of my largest wins ever, but it yeah. was it was like plus a thousand some. Yeah. The D- Dixie State, man, when they, well, when they were Dixie State a couple years ago, remember that was like my, te- that was one of my go-to teams. And then the next year when they changed their school name to Utah Tech, I'm like, what the heck happened to Dixie State? They're not even playing <laughs> games. Like, and then I actually looked it up. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's a different team name. <laughs> 
So that's yeah, funny. You, I didn't, you yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> but oh, I'm trying to. I don't know. I'll let you. I think you're probably following them. You had mentioned the other day, so yeah. I'll let you kind of talk about that. Yep, I but. can. I can. So go ahead. Yeah. So my my, my teams right now, and I, and correct me if I leave any that I've recently been picking out, but uh, I am on. Um. I am all over Hofstra. Uh, I yeah. am all over Purdue Fort Wayne. Yep. And I am also all over High Point right now. Yeah. Uh, tough tomorrow. High Point's like 20 and a half to 21 points. I saw favorite, so. I saw it. I saw it. Yeah. It's because they've I been just, crushing teams. Yeah. They so, play North Carolina A&T. Yeah. So I was say, who are they playing where they're that big of favorites? Tomorrow, tomorrow's board looks pretty tough. I'm not gonna lie, but uh, but yeah. So th- those are some teams right now that I'm on, and then obviously I, I still keep that UMass Lowell out in my back pocket too. But mm-hmm. I'm telling you right now, Hofstra and Purdue Fort Wayne, they are real. Yeah. So, yeah, and Trent, Purdue Fort Purdue Fort Wayne was it's one of my T-shirt teams because I've loved them so much a couple yeah. Of years. Yeah. What is I, have, I remember I have a high point shirt. <laughs> They are the Mastodons. The Mastodons. Not the Paladins. Yeah. Nope, not that's Furman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I got a couple teams. Um, they're, I mean, I was, like Trent said, I'm still kind of following the teams we mentioned earlier, like Presbyterian was one. Um, I forget a couple other ones I mentioned last week, too. Uh, Cornell is still a team that I really, really like. Um, but I've kind of found a couple more teams that I'm following even more. They've even been more successful. Uh, first one being Norfolk State. Um, very overlooked. Uh, it's a, it's an HBCU, so they don't they don't even think they get they recruit well or anything. But they're playing teams extremely tough. Um, UNC Wilmington. Um, I think they got a lot of seniors, a lot of experience, and everything. So uh, they just beat Kentucky, I think it was who. I honestly didn't think they'd pull it. I knew they'd cover and everything, but I didn't think they'd pull it off. So I was pretty pretty happy and impressed to see that. But that just means they're going to be capped a little bit more difficult. So they, you know, it's funny as you did mention that team early in the year, and when they when I saw that they beat Kentucky, I was like, oh shit, Trey was right. Yeah, yeah, they so got they got a lot of returning players. That. Yeah, a lot of returning players there. Um, the other one I like is another smaller school, Prairie View. Um, there are a lot of like double digit underdogs that cover or just outright win games. So keep an eye on them as well. And the last team is Evansville. Same deal. They're always like double digit dogs that have are in a one possession game here or there. So they, they cover pretty handedly too. But those are the four that I've kind of kind of added on to my list. Okay, cool. Yep. Sweet. All right. All right. Anything else, boys? Just a couple, couple big news so. stories. Obviously, Juan Soto, the Yankees, and John uh, Rahm live golf. Yeah. So, just a couple big crazy stuff. There, but you know what, though, I don't blame him. I don't blame him at all. Three years, and it's rumored to be anywhere from four hundred and fifty to six hundred million dollars. Right. Like his kids, kids, kids are set for life. Like, go, go get your money. If they're gonna and do dude, it, go get it. And dude, I saw people are so butthurt about it. I saw golf.com, the PGA Tour made a statement about it, but golf.com on their Instagram page 
posted an old interview of John Rahm saying like, oh, I just don't think lives it. Like those guys are going there for retirement money, blah, blah, blah. I'm not into the shotgun star 54 holes. I want to play against the best players. Well, guess what? That interview was before Jay Moynihan and the PGA Tour decided to cut a deal with the Live Golf team and merge. Yeah, yeah. So now it's like, what do you like? If, if I'm them, I'm like, well, obviously it's not too big of a deal to you guys, so I'm going to get mine. Uh, yep. Yep. You know what I mean? Just, but, just right. wait till uh, good old Rohe McIlroy comes out and signs a Live as well. He, he can't. They won't. I, I think it's probably something in his contract that he would be murdered if he did. If I if I were live, I wouldn't even offer. I would offer him an insulting contract and be like, yeah, yeah like fifty fifty million. <laughs> yes, that's so insulting. <laughs> oh, okay. Compared. To... <laughs> All right, that's that's it. Wow, that's right. oh, that's, that's that sounds stu- that sounds stupid, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it does. It does. But yeah, you know what? Go get. You're right, Jay. Go get his money. Go. It, you're able to play in the most important tournaments. I mean, let's be honest. Yep. You. Us, even as a podcast, we put our picks on on the majors. We don't bet the, we don't really bet the little tournaments or the, the uh, well, season. I mean, we we folk, we don't really talk about them. I should say. Yeah, I, I bet them, but we follow them. Yes, sir. All right. And then, hey, don't not this weekend, but next weekend, an awesome UFC card. Holy crap! Yeah, we'll definitely we'll definitely get into some discussions next week with that. We'll do UFC yeah. card. We'll do uh, obviously college bowls. Uh, we'll start to do our picks with that stuff. And also, one thing about the college bowls too: keep an eye out. Uh, what we're going to look at is we're looking to put out a bowl pick'em uh, for people to join, kind of like we did March Madness last year. Uh, bowl pick'em where you can join. Winner gets a T-shirt, sticker, Heck stuff yeah. like that. So, Heck yeah. uh, a little giveaway action. So, looking at the platform that would probably work best for that. But keep an eye out for that. Uh, in the next week or so. So, uh, appreciate everybody. Appreciate you guys. Have a great night. Yeah, take it easy, fellas. Yep. See you, man.